0: passionate, resilient, and innovative. This podcast is your source for the latest information on the management, markets, research, and technology related to blueberry production. This is the Business of Blueberries. Here's your host, President of the U.S. High Bush Blueberry Council, Casey Cronquist.
1: Welcome back to another episode of The Business of Blueberries, the only podcast dedicated exclusively to the blueberry industry. Now today is a very special episode because for the first time since we created it, we are actually recording this from the USHBC's podcast studio rather than virtually. Now, it definitely feels like we're starting to emerge from this pandemic, and it feels great to be able to connect with more industry members in person. I recently visited with growers in both Michigan and California in recent weeks, and I'm eager to get back out on the road again. But for this episode, I was lucky to be joined by two industry leaders right here at Blueberry's headquarters in Folsom, California. Our guests are growers Doug Kramer and Mark Hurst. Doug is a grower and president of Barry's Northwest. Doug also serves on the USHBC Finance Committee and serves as Oregon's area rep for the NABC Weekly's Crop Report. You'll likely recognize his voice from last year's Oregon Crop Report here on this podcast. Also, Mark Hurst, an Oregon grower, and you might recall episode 14 with Mark, where he and I discussed the evolution of the industry and his role in helping launch the USHBC 20 years ago. If you didn't catch that conversation with Mark, I highly recommend going back to listen to that episode. We'll have a link in the show notes for those of you who want to hear more from Mark. Today, Mark is going to be representing his role on the NABC Finance Committee, and together he and Doug have traveled to our offices for what we call an operations evaluation. For quite some time, the NABC and USHBC boards have been electing to have their growers from each organization visit the office every other year to just check on things and meet with some of our different contractors. So while we were having this milestone moment and two VIPs at our office, I thought I would take this opportunity to make this a podcast, and I thought it might be a great way to share some insights on the management process and have our audience hear directly from Mark and Doug on what they found during their evaluation. Now, you'll notice that this conversation flows a little differently because we were able to actually do this interview in person, which was a bit of a vision come true following this very long period of virtual interviews. They both made the trip from their farms in Oregon to join us in California for our very first official in-person meetings here in our new offices. And the reason for that meeting is important. You've heard me talk a lot about how both the USHBC and the NABC are grower-led and grower-driven organizations. The voluntary leadership of both organizations includes growers from around the country who play an integral role in our strategic direction. They provide guidance and insight and oversight that helps ensure our goals and objectives are in line with the vision of the industry. And while there's a lot of synergy and collaboration between the NABC and USHBC, they remain two separate organizations. And I think it's important for our industry to know that, that there are a lot of firewalls and policies in place to make sure that these organizations operate very independently from one another. So here's my sit down with Mark and Doug after a long day of meetings and presentations on our administration policies and processes.
2: I'm an Oregon grower, Hurstberry Farm Inc. And I'm also a partner in HBF International, where we market and sell blueberries from California, Oregon, and also from countries like Chile, Peru, and Mexico.
1: Yeah. 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 And your role today was representing? I'm representing NABC.
2: The NABC Finance Committee asked me to come down and do this it's been called an audit, it's been called a review, it, whatever. It's something we've been doing over the last probably 20 years. And uh, we try to do it about every other year just to see how things operate here, just to kind of get a, an external point of view of what, what's going on.
1: Great to hear that that was your first flight and you're, you're taking that trip for this opportunity. It's really a
2: nice spot, uh, very well designed and laid out. I think, for me, the highlight of the day, though, was the breakfast.
1: <laughs> well, I appreciate you saying that. Uh, it's not every day that uh, I throw on the apron and, and, and make some blueberry pancakes, but that was fun.
3: So we'll head over to Doug. And I'm Doug Kramer, uh, Berries Northwest, also in Oregon. I'm representing the USHBC Finance Committee. Yes, breakfast was a wonderful thing. It's my favorite <laughs> meal of the day anyway. So uh, anytime I get to have blueberry pancakes with bacon and eggs, it's a good day.
2: So, And, and Casey was making them
3: too, so which was <laughs> yeah, really yeah. impressive. Not every day you see Casey with an apron on. That, so. There's that. Yeah. <laughs> well, now we're going to have to share pictures, but
1: yeah, we thought, you know, in light of the, you know, the opportunity this was, and really the milestone, because like I said, we, has really been shut down around the year and we haven't had very many guests, but with this uh, process needing to take place, we really have enjoyed having two guests. And it just so happened that for whatever reason, the same day you're here, BCI, our agency who helps work on export activities and opening up markets was here. So you, we got to start the day off with a, a bit of a briefing there of discussions about some of the export work and Alicia and her team. So that was a neat way to start the day. But again, kind of getting down to what this has been about for you know, the NABC and USHBC leadership, board leadership, volunteer leadership to come to the offices to you know, meet with our audit firm, meet with the bank, and then meet with the accounting. And so we did all that. We have our Business of Blueberry podcast and and uh, we've got, a, a, I think, a great audience of folks who turn in, but part of the business is this business, which is the, running these two organizations. And, and so today was a really busy day of kind of looking under the hood and seeing how all that's running and, and how it's working. So that was the agenda for the day. And, and I thought maybe you guys could talk about you know, what you saw and, and uh, how
3: to go and how did it compare to the other years that you know, what you're looking for when you come,
1: that kind mm-hmm. of thing.
3: And maybe I'll jump in there. You know, I think it's really important as members or growers for USHBC to have a representative to come in and actually meet with the auditing company, meet with the accounting person, go visit the bank and know exactly. Who it is that we're dealing with and who our staff is dealing with. And it was a really good day. Like Casey said, we were very busy because they're not all in one building. So we got to go from place to place. But, you know, the account gave us a clean bill of health. He's had good relationships with staff, hasn't had any problems getting the information he needs and things like that. So those are things that we as members want to hear, and I think it's important that we hear for ourselves. For me, it you know, we pretty much have had the
2: same people for many years that our bank has been the same, our auditor has been the same, our accountant has been the same. For me, it was just a reacquaintance of these people that we've met before. It's all good news, even though our industry has grown like by leaps and bounds. our integrity is still there, and uh, we 're still hitting the high marks that we would expect and It was great to see that and for me too, it wasn't just the stops that we made, but being here in the office, with the staff and especially with Adam with his expertise is great to see that here in the organization and also here internally
1: well and and I think too, you know knowing that you know, probably the biggest change uh, from the last time board representatives have come to participate in this process is, you know, you're seeing new faces. Part of the reason we moved offices was to allow for additional staff to be, you know, to have offices. And so we were able to kind of participate at the end of the day with a little bit of a round robin of what things the team is working on. and, And that plugs into kind of the administration of our two organizations. And so there's some some good things I think that you know we're able to share now about some of that progress. One of those is the administration tool that we're rolling out, which is Apexium, and so a little bit of a uh, a presentation on how that's going to work and how that's going to affect industry's inner relationships with us. They'll be able to access their account online and and eventually get to a place where we're talking to USDA about how we can provide ways for online payments and. So things are changing, and I think today was a good opportunity for us to kind of showcase or share with the two of you, you know, some of the work that's underway by
3: staff.
2: Yeah, it was really great to see that because I know for years I've been wanting to see some progress in that area, getting all the data put together, but not just not just for the data's sake, but I think it helps with the relationships to get to know those people, get to know the growers better, and I think that's what Casey is trying to do with his staff is to understand that we're who the growers are and what they do. And I really appreciate that about about what he's trying to do here in Folsom.
1: Well, as you can tell, we had a full day and a great visit with Mark and Doug, complete with a breakfast served by yours truly. But before I continue on with our conversation, let's take a quick break for our weekly crop report. Many parts of the U S are either in their peak of their season or gearing up for harvest. So It's a busy time for our industry. For more on exactly what's happening here is your Blueberry Crop Report.
0: It's time now for your Blueberry Crop Report, an update on crop conditions and markets from important blueberry growing areas. Today, you'll hear from Matt McCreary in New Jersey, Neil Moore in North Carolina, Darren Wheeler in Georgia, Eric Staffney in Mississippi, and Bill Steed in California. This was recorded on June 16th, 2021. Eric Staffney from Mississippi State University giving the Mississippi and Louisiana report. Rain has been followed by high heat and humidity in Mississippi. Higher than average rainfall has led to tremendous reduction in blueberry crop harvested. Some farms are reporting losses of 75 to 80 percent. Most fruit harvested now is going to the frozen market as it is too soft for the fresh market. Early rabbit eye varieties are finished and now mid to late varieties are being harvested. This weekend, a tropical storm will impact Louisiana and Mississippi. Depending on the effects of that storm, it may signal the end of the 2021 blueberry season for Mississippi and Louisiana. Final harvest numbers will come in after the season is over, but at least a 50% reduction from the first prediction is expected. And that's my report.
4: So good morning, this is Darren Wheeler, and I'll be giving the Georgia report. Uh, All rabbit eye varieties have been going through, uh, been picked at least two or three times at this point. Uh, many growers will finish up the early season rabbit eye this week. Uh, peak bright wool production will continue, and powder blue has come online this week. Uh, we will be coming off peak production very soon. Most all southern highbush varieties have now been pruned and prepped for fall growth. Uh, Georgia's uh, year-to-date volumes from uh, June 13th are approximately 40 million pounds fresh uh, compared to 31 million pounds in 2020 year-to-date process volumes are approximately four million pounds and that is my report. Hello this is Neil Moore reporting from North Carolina. Most of the hand labor has
3: moved in New Jersey but some remain in limited numbers of the domestic labor pool. Farmers with H2A workers still have those available. Our crop legacy is the predominant variety being harvested for fresh right now and all other varieties are being processed. Rabbit-eye varieties are showing color in the fields and will begin harvest in a few more days on the early cultivars. Our process for numbers were probably increased to around 8 million due to the weather that we've had recently. And estimates are that our fresh production will remain around 20 million pounds. With all the issues that we've had here this season in North Carolina, this is the best guess estimate. And thank you, and that's my report.
4: This is Bill Steed with the California Blueberry Report. California has been experiencing some pretty good heat the last week and a half, and we're coming into even a bigger heat wave this coming week as we're in right now. The projection for this coming week is was huge and it ended up being almost the largest amount of fruit ever picked by California, but it was all machine picked. So our labor forces were, we can see that between the split of organic, which was about 1.5 million pounds picked, versus the conventional, which was uppers into 6 million pounds. So we had almost a, an 8, 9 million pound week, which is a record week for California. A lot of that was due to trying to get the food off before the heat waves, uh, which I think will typically, will most likely end our season pretty abruptly next week so that completes the california report thank you very much
2: so this
1: is matt mccreer reporting for new jersey Uh, new jersey has kicked off harvest year volume will be picking up for the duke variety by the end of this week Uh, we will most likely peak on duke by the beginning of next week and then move into blue crop Uh, labor is being reported as short right now and This is affecting both field and packing houses. So we will see where things go from here. It's still, you know, we just started a week ago, so it's still a
2: little
3: early. There still might be coming up from what we hear, but as of now, that is our report
1: thank you so much to our colleagues who take the time to provide these crop reports and offer a glimpse of how things are going in key regions for a closer look of what's happening or what's happened in the blueberry industry so far this year visit ushbc.org forward slash data there you'll find our data and insight center including a snapshot view of usda data and production and price now let's return to my conversation with mark hurst and doug kramer i wanted while they were here to just capture their first impressions of our new office. It has been some time since we've moved into the new office, but it was the first time we had anybody to come visit us officially. So it was a good opportunity for me just to ask their thoughts.
2: Well, the first thing we sensed was the smell of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> <There's that. laughs> well, yeah. that was, but then you open the door and there's this big, you know, uh, blueberry sign with inspiring possibilities and yeah. that was really impressive that yeah that wall that you look at when you come in yeah yeah, yeah. well I, I really like this the, the, the office has a lot of there's a lot of glass you know so that everybody can see each other and looks like a, a very good way to get a team together and working together i think with this type of a layout
1: yeah 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 what was your impression
3: of the office doug <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Um, I agree with Mark, when you walked in the door and could smell the bacon, we immediately knew we were in the right place. So, uh, And we enjoyed that, but just coming in, being able to see staff, see the open layout where there's multiple places to sit down, have conversations with different staff members, you know, of course, we got to better acquaint ourselves with the different staff people and the, their responsibilities. And I think that is important for those of us that are members of these organizations.
1: Yeah. Well, and I hope, you know, you know, this begins, you know, the way that things are starting to turn, more opportunities like these, you know, not not necessarily in the formality of a review that you're going through, but I think you can see here where there are things we can host, you know, and there's there's more to come in terms of the way that this space is really designed to be another tool of the industry, whether it's the kitchen, as you guys are talking about. We you know we made bacon today because we could, but you know, the blueberry pancakes done by somebody else here in this office, You know here at Blueberry Headquarters, could be a, a chef of our choosing and, and talking about some uh, new innovation and doing it from this office, I think is an exciting opportunity still ahead. And again, being able to sit down and talk about the business that we're in, You know, again, today was just unique that it was you guys were here and BCI was here at the same time where we got to talk about the export activity. But Assuming that things start to open up, more opportunities like this to have the industry come and, and come and to the office, uh, where you know historically that I, I don't know that we had the space to host uh, very many people, and so in this space there's uh, there's opportunity for that.
2: Yeah, conference room was really nice. I don't know, you can see probably 12 people or so in there. Yep, and uh, nice wood table. Looks like a some old growth fir or something like that. So that was impressive. <laughs>
1: Well, we're hoping that it becomes that that tool that, you know, obviously a lot of creative energy comes out of these discussions and we've been hosting most of them over Zoom whether it's with our agency or with our committee, but there's a future I think where, you know, we can be inviting people here to have those meetings uh, assuming things keep opening up like they have. Well, on that note about creative energy, this is a great time to take a pause for our marketing boost. So here is USHBC NABC Vice President of Marketing and Communications, Jennifer Sparks.
5: Thanks, Casey. Wow, do we have an opportunity for blueberry growers, marketers, and industry stakeholders to be a hero to your customers and social media followers. With July National Blueberry Month just around the corner, USHBC has begun our search for America's best blueberry pie recipe. The contest, which just launched this week and goes through July 12th, is a strategic and fun way to bring the spotlight straight to blueberries. We're promoting the contest to consumers through many vehicles, but you, the industry, have a smart opportunity to provide directly to your customers. You'll be giving them the chance to enter this contest and possibly win not just bragging rights, but big prize money. That's a sweet deal that you'll want your customers to know about. And we're making it easy for you. On the National Blueberry Month Toolkit, which you can find at ushbc.org toolkits, you'll see a link to digital materials such as a flyer, postcard, or social media content you can download immediately and use to promote the contest opportunity to your customers. Or if you order by June 25th, we'll ship free printed flyers or postcards to your UPIC farm or operation at no cost to you. Just go to that link in the toolkit and tell us how many you need. In fact, check out the toolkit at ushbc.org toolkits to get started on all of your National Blueberry Month promotions. Together, let's flood the media airwaves and headlines, the social news feeds, the digital shopping carts with all things blueberries and get people grabbing what? A boost of blue. This has been your marketing boost. Thank you for your partnership as together. We inspire the world to grab a boost of blue back to you, Casey.
1: Thank you, Jenny. Now back to our conversation with Mark and Doug.
3: Yeah, it was really good to see the enthusiasm of your staff. You know, every one of them was really excited to meet with us and tell us about what they're doing to improve the organization and, uh, those are the things that get us excited about the organization.
1: Too. Yeah. Well, is there some, some, something out of the presentations that stick out in terms of things you're walking away with? I
2: was impressed with, the, with what we saw of the Impexium system. It's the first time we've seen it. And uh, with all the integration that's going on within that system of the organizations and all the different tasks that they're planning to do, I think it's going to be a great tool to have yeah for the industry for
1: sure yeah well and and for those who are listening and thinking it's just a, a sophisticated collection system it is that but it, the the other part of it that makes it you know super beneficial is it's an association management tool where our industry will be able to self identify you know what they want to participate in whether it's newsletters or emails or they want to be a part of a lead generation system so we get a lot of traffic people looking into what USHBC offers uh, what NABC offers, but in particular for USHBC, you know, we've had a suppliers database, but this Impexium system will really narrow, I think, the filtering and the search tool down, so that if you want to be someone who's uh, getting lead generation opportunities through USHBC's system, Impexium is going to allow us to kind of keep up with your company, your business, where where is it different forms, you know, processing blueberries, you know, where, what 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 do you do? and personalizing that relationship with our organization in a way that makes it easy for other people to find you. And so, you know, you heard Alicia give that conversation, that report, but that's going to be an exciting piece Mm -hmm. of the future uh, that's coming out of this office here soon.
3: And I think it'll be good. You'll tie in a lot of data sources and growers can access those different data sources to see how their fruit's getting used and where, fruit is coming in whether it's coming in from offshore or how that fruit's being used once it gets here so I think all those things are really good for our industry
1: yeah well excellent so over to you mark one key takeaway something that struck you know struck you today that sticks out that you feel like uh, either left an impression on you or something that the the audience or our industry would be in, impressed to know or Want to know? Well,
2: it's a professionally run organization. I think people know their roles and uh, are are working in their specific areas. I was really impressed with how the the team kind of is working together. So I'm I'm impressed with that. And I you know I think we haven't lost the integrity of what we've what we've established. I think we still get high marks, not only from our auditors but. From USDA, so I think those are all really important things, and it was great to see this office. Get to see everybody, the people face to face. I'm a, I like to see people face to face, you know, Rather than, I mean, the videos were nice, uh, and the podcasts are great too. But it's great. I really like shaking somebody's hand too. Yeah. And so that that was uh, after 15 or so months of kind of being locked away. It was great to get this chance to to do this. This was a great first trip.
1: That was a great conversation with Mark and Doug, and I'm hoping it was the first of many podcast episodes we'll be able to get to record in person. As you can plainly hear, Mark and Doug's visit was an important one for our organization, both in oversight and tradition. Having growers committing more of their volunteer time to help ensure that things are running smoothly and effectively is important and notable. We also mentioned toward the end of our conversation, the USHBC NABC fall meetings, which are coming up and will also be in person. Though we will also continue to have a virtual option, so very much a hybrid event. Save the date for the last week of September, September 27th to October 1st to be exact, and look for registration details coming your way in early July. Well, that's it for episode 52. That's right, I can't believe it. Episode 52 means we've been doing this podcast for an entire year. We're excited for year two and have appreciated all of the feedback, insight, and support we've received from our listener survey. If you haven't yet filled that out, this will be your final chance, and I really hope you'll take it these comments and feedback have been very helpful in just kind of understanding uh, the direction we might want to take things going into our second season. We are closing the survey this week, so be sure to provide your thoughts and suggestions and ideas. You can find a link to that survey in our show notes. Well, as always, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with more innovation, collaboration, family, and hard work right here on The Business of Blueberries.